Hello, everybody. This is another episode of Peso Anyways with Mike and Dave. Happy Halloween to all you spooky season people out there. Oh, yeah, it is that, or was that at one point? Well, uh, no, it still technically is. It is still before midnight by the time we have started this recording. Now, tomorrow when they get this, it will not be. Yeah, but I'm pretty but sure there's a curfew on how long people can do it. Halloween parties go all night, man. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about Halloween parties. I'm talking about trick or treating. Trick-or-treating is not Halloween. Those are two different things. But they've been having them... They've had it for three separate days. Because uh, for some reason, I believe Pleasant Prairie does it a different day than Kenosha. And then Kenosha does it a different day than Racine. So I think it goes from the 29th to the 31st. I don't know. All, all I know is, again, trick-or-treating and Halloween are two diff- different things. One's a day and one's a tradition that we do on a certain day. All right, so this week we got some Havarti cheese. I don't remember what the mixed cheese was. It's marble Colby Jack. Yeah, it's got, it looks like it's got like peppers or something mixed in. Looks pretty good. It's a Longhorn Colby. That's what it was. Yeah. I was trying to remember what that style cheese was called. And then we have a seven-year-old cheddar. Yeah, seven. Um, so... Uh, I have nothing on the Havarti cheese because I didn't know until tonight we were going to have the Havarti cheese. I think it's like a Swiss cheese, if I remember. Yeah. Um, it's made very me- similar to a mental, a mental cheese, just uh, without whatever bacteria. Honestly, it's, it smells a lot like a string cheese. So, uh, I don't know what kind of cheese this is. So are we starting with the Havarti then? Um, I was just sniffing it. Uh, I can't smell any of these. Right, I don't have let, COVID, though. Let's, let's start with the Havarti. All right. Fondue, my friend. Fondue. Doesn't taste like a Swiss. Kind of tastes like a baby bell. A little bit. Not as creamy, though. Mm-mm. This cheese squeaks. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, it's that. I'd give it's it like a, a third. five or six. I guess is that some sort of pressed cheese. Yeah. Um. Oh, that that was the uh, that was was that the Amish Havarti or was no that... no the, the Amish one was the Swiss that we didn't pick up. Okay. So yeah, we might be having a Swiss um, Amish Swiss cheese at some point. Not sure how that works, but we'll, we're going to get there. Right. We're get there. Fondue. Fondue. Honestly. It dries it out a little bit more, but the added salt to it makes it taste a little better. Mm-hmm. Brings up the flavor of the cheese a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I give this like a seven or... Yeah, a seven. I'm going to go with another six on this. I mean, my taste buds are all sorts of fucked up right now, but I just... I don't know. It doesn't bump it up on a level for me. I'm going to go with a five. I almost want to give it like normal. a 6.2 just to be weird, but... I'm going to go oh, six and six on that. All right, so you pick the next one. Well, I feel like the Longhorn's going to be good, so let's go with the Cheddar. The seven-year? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going with the littlest piece I have first. <laughs> Saving the rest for the cracker, because I think it's going to be better with the cracker. All right. Fondue? Fondue. It smells like nothing, because I can't smell. I like that. Not bad. Not like wet and slimy like the other cheddars we've had. 
I noticed. I don't know if it's because it's I have a little bit of cracker still stuck in my tooth, but I know it's, it's a little bit of a crunch every now and then. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that might just be like the cheese dried out during the aging process. Because yeah. I noticed it as well, and I don't think it's cracker. Okay, it's well, really good. If you notice it as well, then I don't feel as much. It's not super sharp cheddar, though. No, it ain't. But you can definitely tell it's aged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a very dry Fun cheese. Fun well, no, no, it ain't even just that. It's just by the taste. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, we didn't rate that first one. Mm, no, we didn't. I'm on five. I'm not impressed. Like, not super impressed. As far as Cheddar's go, that was pretty so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say the same. I gotta say, now that I'm actually getting a bigger chunk of it, more of that Cheddar flavor is coming through, and it's actually pretty good. I'm kind of surprised. I like that. Yeah. That was, actually, that was really good, too, with the cracker. Mm-hmm. I'd I think I'm going to go with a one. six and a yeah. seven. Yeah, six and a seven. Yeah. That was, that was good. Yeah, that was really good, actually. I'm surprised. Seven year. Huh. I just like every time we've had a cheddar. We had that five year, and that was like, oh, God. It was, stuff was dry as shit. This had a little bit of moisture to it, but wasn't slimy. Wasn't, uh, it was, wasn't like dry, dry. It was kind of in between. It was like the perfect mixture. It was like that uh, taste-wise, I feel like it was similar to uh, some of the other cheddars we've had, like the Alpine or something, with more of that strong cheddar flavor. And then it's not as creamy as some of the other, like some of those cheddars were, because I think those are younger cheddars. I feel like it would crumble, but like... Oh, it does crumble. I also slices, though. I also feel like it would melt very nice. Probably. Most cheeses will. Yeah, there's some that we've definitely had that wouldn't. Uh, I don't know if we've had any cheeses that wouldn't melt. Not that the they wouldn't that melt think of, at all, but they wouldn't the melt nicely. I don't know. I think most of the cheeses we've had at this point, I've seen melted at one point or another. <laughs> Mythical Kitchen does a lot of cooking with uh, cheese. And they sh- like they do fancy fast food, they get like really good cheeses. Which I am not looking forward to the day we have to start importing cheese to keep this podcast going. I mean, that might be the day that that gimmick dies. <laughs> right. Hopefully by that point, our uh, podcast will stand on its own merits without the cheese being the thing that keeps people coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, overall, our podcast isn't like super interesting unless you're a gamer. Then you might find it interesting. But at least like we got the cheese and a little bit of history for... Those who aren't like, yeah, fair. solely gamers. Not that we have much history on the cheese anymore. Like, I don't know Ed, when the where, when Havarti cheese was created and stuff. Honestly, it probably falls back around the same time as most of the ones we've... Probably. At this point. Most after, cheeses are fucking a couple hundred years old at least. After so. we get through, like, giving the history of one specific cheese... One in that family either came, you know, later on or right around the same time. It was mm-hmm. probably made the same way, if not maybe the slightest bit differently. Well, I suppose this means we have to eat some Longhorn, doesn't it? You say that like it's a bad thing. Well, it's got like pepper or something in it, so it could be a bad thing. 
Fondue. Fondue. I really wish I could smell it. I didn't smell it. Mm, I like that. That's like a better pepper jack. Got more of a bite than your typical pepper jack. But because it's Colby, I don't I can't call it a pepper jack. Colby Longhorn. It is pretty good though. I like that. Hey uh Ooh, I like that little bit of bite. Yeah. It's got more bite than I thought it was going to. It's the perfect amount. It's like enough to notice that it's there, but not enough to overwhelm you and need something to quench it. More than the honey cheese we had, the hot honey cheese we had last yeah. week. More bite than that, but still not like overwhelming, like in your face. I um, really like that. That that yeah. is surprising. I, I give that a six. I I want to go eh, a little higher. I'm going to go with the six as well. I don't know. I was between six and a seven. I was going to say six and a half and decided seven or six was the way to go. Fondue? Fondue? I always tried about like half the cracker, but it never works out. The cracker breaks and it's either shove the whole thing in my mouth or lose like the cheese in the cracker. The cracker didn't really do much for it. I'm going to keep it the same. No, I really didn't do much. It gave me a little more texture, and that was about it. Potatoes getting a little bit of a <laughs> taste of the cheeses we've had. That's actually pretty good, though. Again, I like that bite that comes. Um, I think I'm also going to leave my rating the same. I'm going to yeah. get a six on that as well. Six, yeah. It but didn't take it down, but it didn't add anything to it. Yeah, it wasn't like, ooh, that was really good, or eh, that wasn't so good. Okay, I said this to Athena the other day, and she kind of laughed at me. But I feel like there's different kinds of spicy. There's the spicy that hits you in the mouth, and you're like, holy shit. Or there's the spicy that you realize is spicy, but it's more of a sweat than it is like, set your mouth on fire. It just depends on how much capsaicin is in the thing you were eating. More capsaicin, the worse the burning effect. So a little bit might just make you like sweat, whereas a lot's gonna be like. <gasps> I feel like it's been a little bit different because I feel like I've had stuff that should be very spicy within like the mouth, just make me sweat. Mm. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people also too when they ingest capsaicin, um, like they get sweats. I personally don't. I don't think I've ever had the sweats from eating. Like peppers or anything. Uh, I know I've cried from eating peppers. <laughs> Sitting there and so fucking hot, just oh, my eyes are running. <laughs> oh, I had these really good Chinese peppers. I don't know what kind of pepper they were. Um, the uh, Super China buffet. No idea what the fuck kind of food it was. I can't remember off the top of my head like a low main dish or something there's peppers oh my gosh i i've eaten ghost peppers and uh, i feel like the ghost pepper was not as bad as this pepper was of course i also yeah well i don't know maybe it was just the ghost pepper i got but that pepper was fucking Man, i haven't eaten super china and i don't know how long same oh actually actually in my case it's been years like i used I think it's about that with me, too. Because, like, I've tried to get Athena to order takeout from them. Oh, no, them. it's not been years. It's been four, five, six months for me. 
took uh, my ex on a date there. That was the last time I was there. Oh, you took a person with a name. Yeah, that it. person. Black it... ex. Open! Alright, that didn't open. Uh, got nothing now. <laughs> current co-worker ex? Or... Uh, no longer technically my co-worker. Although kind of my co-worker, but co-worker at a different site. Yeah. I don't know how that works. But yeah, that one. I mean, I kind of feel like they consider... And there's separate buildings, but they're also connected, so I think they're one entity, so I feel like everyone in between... Well, that's just it. Is if you don't work at MKE5, you don't have access to MKE5. Same vice versa with MKE1. You can't go use your badge at MKE5 and have it work. It'll come up invalid. The access level for each building is its own access. That's weird. Uh, I told you about Union Guy, right? Uh, I mean, you know about Union Guy because he's from your fucking building, or actually, maybe he's morning, so you might not know about him. Um, yeah, I will go to this story time in a second here. I'm grabbing cheese curds. Uh, I wanted to at least get them dished up and put away so I can eat them later. Um, yeah. Ooh, I think those are going to be really good. So, uh, Union Guy, he's been spouting pro-Union stuff at uh, Amazon in the break room. Mm -hmm. Tyler actually told me about him. So, just pro-Union stuff, talking to need to unionize Amazon, yada, yada, yada. And he came to MK5 a couple weeks back. And, yeah. At MK, I forgot to put away the plates. Uh, at MK5, he came up, his badge popped up invalid when he scanned it, because he didn't have access, and then I came over to the window, and he's like, I work over at MK1, you know, I need access to this building so I can do this, that, and the other thing, and my first thought is kind of like, no, you don't. Fuck off, you don't get to make demands. So, uh, like, him being with uh, part of the, the union stuff, I thought maybe if I go to Billy... You know, Billy might let him in for a few minutes, talk to HR or something. Or maybe have, you know, HR come to the window or something and talk to the guy. So, Billy's like, no, nah, he doesn't have access. He doesn't need to be, he can't be here. Turn him away. So, I was like, okay. So, I turned the guy away. He's like, you're practicing anti-union uh, practices here. That's illegal. I'm going to sue you. I'm going to have, you know, you're going to be out of fucking job. I'm like, here's my badge. Take down my name. Go ahead. Fucking, he's like, I want your name. I want your supervisor's name. I'm just standing there holding my fucking badge, like, looking at him like, come on already, you know. He's fucking going through his fucking spiel. So he gets my name. I give him Billy's name. And uh, he goes, makes a phone call. He comes back. And he's trying to demand access again. He's like, this is illegal, you know that, right? I'm like, no, it's not. You don't work at this site. Amazon policy says you do not belong at this site because you do not work at this site. There's not anti-union practices. That is you being dumbass and thinking I'm allowed to go places where I'm not authorized to be. That's completely different. So uh, he was freaking the fuck out. So HR and the GM of uh, the fucking building, our uh, senior HR rep, so literally the highest on the HR chain that you can get in the building. 
Mm-hmm. And the GM of the building went out to talk to this guy. And they went out there, like, smile. They went out, smiles on their face, customer service first and all that. They came in with such a sour look on their face, man. Looks like they had drank milk that was, like, two, left in a hot car for two weeks. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. He pissed them off that bad. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm, like, still a little on the sick side. Um, but, yeah. He, uh, he pissed them way the fuck off. It was crazy. I've never seen, uh, I can't think of her name, but I've never seen the HR lady mad. Not until that conversation, anyways. Um, so, yeah. Fun guy. Real nice guy. Uh, um, they have an HR lady over an MK1. Uh, I won't use her name, because uh, I don't want to, but she is a, a very... She's not so. Her personality is not someone that fits in with the type of job HR does. Which described said HR rep. Blonde, uh, probably mid thirties. I don't know who she is. She must be newer. No, I don't know her. Um, she's uh, she, I'm assuming she's newer because. I the, the two HR reps that were there on third shift when I left were both black. So no, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so me and my me and Athena have had issues with her multiple times. Uh, and like, cause she's a very she has a very arrogant and smug way about her. She gets this I very like HR with that kind of attitude. <clears throat> yeah. And, like, I remember one day, first time I ever talked to her, I was asking, uh, Athena was having a panic attack, and Athena wanted to go home. Uh, so, like, we go to talk to her, and she's like, hey, you need to use your time or anything. We can't, you know, we can't excuse you anymore because you we've excused you once, so whatever time you have, you got to use that, or if you don't have enough, sorry, you got to deal with the day, or you got to, you know, uh, use leave. And we're like, well, we don't know what, the, we don't want to use leave because what, like, with what happened with me, my leave got denied mm-hmm. after I got back. Luckily, I still have a job. That was months ago, but, you know, it got denied after they said, that's the one thing that gets me about that. If I ask for it, that's one thing. But if I go up to you and say, hey, my, I got put on this medicine, and you're like, all right, you need to go on leave because you're not allowed to be here, that should automatically be approved. If you're the, Person yeah, spending me on yeah, it. Yeah, the doctor prescribed the thing. It may have been denied. Did you provide documentation? Yeah. For that? Okay. Then I, I don't showed... know why the fuck they did what they did. Yeah. Somebody higher up the food chain was a fucking moron. But my whole thing is like the fact that I, I straight up showed the HR rep my documentation. Uh, they didn't say I needed to do anything. They said they put everything in. But my thing is, regardless of what happens in that situation, if you're the one telling me no, you can't work here on that. That should already be approved. That shouldn't be something I have to go through hoops to get approved. You're literally not allowed to work on it. And, like, they're sending you home. That should be on them, and that should be approved. Yeah. That shouldn't be on you. Yeah, and that, luckily, I think they realized that, too, so they never got back with me on it, because I definitely would have been fired. I had zero time. Yeah. Uh, But we go up to... Athena, I think, decided that she was going to try uh, the uh, the lead. 
So she goes like, I guess put it in. We ended up not doing it that night because we were working. Fuck her over. It is again. But uh, we stayed. But as we're trying to figure it out, she got to leave. I was like, all right, can you excuse me? She's like, no, we've excused you once. I was like, uh, that's a lie because I've never talked to you. She's like, yeah, I've talked to you before. I was like, uh, no, I clearly remember everyone that I've talked to before. And you were not one of them. She's like, no, you may not remember it, but I've talked to you before. I was like, and then Athena called me away because I was probably going to blow up. And then like literally the next day or two days later, while Athena was out of work, uh, so it was probably the week after, um, I go up to ask her, uh, and I was like, Hey, uh, my girlfriend's out, you know, uh, she wants to know, it says she has to be out for 15 days. I'm pretty sure you guys told me it was a three day minimum. You have to be out and a 15 day maximum, unless you call an extended. Right. And I was like. Is that the case? She goes like, yes, three days that you actually have to be out. That's all you have to be. I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, and I also, I want to apologize for how it was the other day because I did get loud with her. I was like, mm-hmm. and she goes, mm-hmm, whatever. Oh, nice. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to leave now because I really wish I could take that apology back. Yeah, just talk to the other HR reps and be like, yo, how is this person here? She's a fucking dick. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, my supervisor got somebody coached at work for being a dick. Also, my boss, he's been pissing me the fuck off. So, apparently, in the five months that I've been at this site, they've gone through three chairs. You know how many chairs we've gone through? How? Two. One of them, the wheels literally just fell off and we lost a wheel. So they put, like, a little, uh, like, uh, fucking felt stopper on it basically mm-hmm. like just replace the wheel with a non-wheel basically mm-hmm. and then call it good enough and then they got are you talking chair. about those tennis ball no 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 uh it's just a little round like thing okay. and it's got felt on the bottom fun fact sorry to cut you off hopefully you don't forget it but uh those tennis balls that you, uh, you see on the bottom of like chairs at schools and stuff mm-hmm. those aren't just Things that they fucking go like, oh, I guess we can repurpose these. Those are actually made like that for mm-hmm. the chairs. Because I was, uh, I worked at Expanded Technologies for all of like a day or a week, whatever. Uh, and I was the person that pressure tested those. So mm-hmm. I put, I would put it on a piston, and I would, you know, activate the piston, and if it deformed and stayed deformed, no good. Mm, okay. If it deformed and went, it was like, all right, cool. Throw that in this box. I hated that because I came out of that within the first day with so many hangnails. I was like, nope, this, this job ain't for me. Nice. Like, okay, so we went through that chair, and like we still had that chair up until the other chair broke. Um, did I tell you about how the other chair? I think I told you, Mike, but I don't think I told the story. So my supervisor was sitting in a chair and he was watching me fill out a report so he knew how to do it when he had to do it. So Which is crazy that you're teaching your supervisor. Yeah, right? It pisses me the fuck off that I'm training my supervisor. It pisses me off to no fucking end. And I flat out told him, too. I'm like, dude, it is nothing against you. I am pissed that I have to train you. 
you're, you're my fucking supervisor. I should be here to like answer questions because you are new to the field, but I shouldn't have to fucking train you. That training should have been your first three days here, and they should have been like, you should be trained by now. What he said. But, oh, he agrees. Surprisingly, he agrees. He's like, yeah, no, I, f- I, I'm pissed. Like he's like, Billy didn't teach me anything on the first day here, and then uh, I forget who was supposed to train him the next day, but she actually did, like in some stuff, but didn't in a lot of stuff. I'm kind and, of missing you oh over at MKE one because like. Everyone that I was always comfortable like I talked to Alex, but like I'm not as close to him as I was with you and other Alex. Uh, like, yeah, I know him from middle school, but I haven't seen him in years. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just doxed at least two people's names on here. But um, I mean, there's so many Alexes. Nobody knows whose likeness we're really you. We're, we're talking about in this case. So fair point. But like, I, I try to get. Talking with Alex, but like it's just to the point where like I don't know. Uh, but so you know, Alex is gone. He's doing what he's doing, and you're over at MK Five, so you're technically still working with us, but you're not working with mm-hmm. us. So I'm like, I'm losing everyone that like at least on security <laughs> team that I was fucking like, job sucks, man. I mean, I'm still doing security work, and I honestly, I kind of don't want to go back. I'm waiting for an opening because I kind of do still, but like. The more I'm at this site, the more I realize just how shittily it was run. Literally, the only thing that's bringing me back to that site is that uh, the current AM, I like him, and he tried to recruit me back. That's the only fucking reason I want to go back to that site. I was asked to come back. It's... Uh, security work's just shit. But, uh, so, my supervisor had been sitting behind me watching a report, and I finished the report and stuff, and he goes to move his chair... Um, I was like adding a little bit extra to the report or something, and, and he goes to move his chair, and he literally just goes to roll backwards a little bit. All of a sudden, there's this loud pop, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know, I look over, and my boss is now standing up from a sitting position, and the chair is fucking across the desk. I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" He goes, "I don't know." So I'm looking around, and I look at the chair; it's missing a fucking set of wheels. The wheels literally sheared off, so like there's a metal tube that the wheels go up into. Mm-hmm. Then fucking it sheared the plastic off where the metal and the so it snapped through. Yeah. Oof. So like you, not even like it came out or something, it just fucking completely sheared off. And he's standing there, he's like, I don't even know what the fuck just happened. So uh, we got new chairs, and in our chime chat, our group chat for uh, security, my boss was like, Hey, and not well, my not my supervisor, my yeah, big the, boss. Big boss, yeah. He was like, hey, we've gone through three chairs in five months, and that's not okay. I'm not asking them to buy us new chairs if these break. Be careful with them. Now, I've been there for five months. We have not gone through three chairs in five months. We've only just gone through two chairs now in five months. And it's not like we did something. It's not like we broke them on purpose. They literally broke from wear and tear. And he's blaming... You know, us for just so also they probably the don't get the most expensive ones. They're yeah. probably getting like Dude, oh, these well, chairs were literally $5. years fucking old. These the chairs that we were in were years old. You know that scent of sweat that just stale. It's been like you walk by like uh, somebody's furniture maybe, and it's like ooh, they've had that for years and years. And you stale sweat, you know? Yeah, those chairs smell bad. Um, there was no more cushioning on them. They they fucking like they're years old, and they're obvious. Was there like old. obvious ass and back prints? Yeah, in it? 
Yeah. And so apparently, though, they've been replaced a few times already. Like, no, they fucking haven't. But whatever, I digress. You could have just told us to be careful with the chairs, but you're going to be a dick. So I have a funny chair story myself. Years ago, uh, uh, I think uh, it was pre-moving to Tennessee. So, like, middle school. Uh, M- middle school, maybe early high school, but I want to okay. say middle school. No. Uh, I went to a family gathering. This is when Ma was still with Rob, and um, my older brother was still around. Um, so we went to a family gathering. I want to say it was either Christmas or Thanksgiving. Want to see? Nope. It was definitely, it was a family Christmas. One of the multiple family Christmases I I used Mm -hmm. to have over at my mom's house. And, uh, we went over to Rob's dad's house and, uh, we're sitting there. We're all having a fun time talking, you know, listening to music. Most of the family's drinking. And uh, I go to sit down in one of the chairs in the dining area. Um, wooden chair, probably about the height of this couch. Um, okay. Kind of curved back. Uh, like those bars that like it's a full bar and then it goes boop. And then like, one long part. Oh, okay. Like, that's how the back was. And uh, I go to sit in it, and it has the arms, so I'm like this. Oh, I hear, I'm like, I'm like, all right, that's weird. And all of a sudden, I start slowly feeling myself lean back. I'm like, wait a minute, this chair doesn't uh, recline. Wait, this is a rocking chair? No, it's not. <laughs> so literally, like, I don't know how it felt so slow. My family goes like, there was someone watching out for you. <laughs> I literally was able to slowly stand up and make a full revolution to fall, finally wash it fully, fall backwards, <laughs> and the back legs break. Nice. Let's see. I just like, the, the level of realization I had was like, Oh, that's not supposed to make that noise. <laughs> okay, that's that's probably not good. <laughs> Why am I? Oh fuck! <laughs> I think the best chair story that I got was back in high school. I was at uh, lunch. I think this was my senior year of high school, so roughly twenty fifteen. 2016, because I graduated 2016. I'm not sure if this was before. Oh, so for reference, after the new year, my story probably happened anywhere between 2010 to 2013. Nice. Like, uh, we were at lunch, and I think this actually, this might have been 2014 or 15, actually. But anyways, I was sitting, talking to my friends. I got up for a minute, I came back. I go to sit down, and all of a sudden, like, I sit down, and I realize... There's no chair under me. Like, what the fuck just happened to my chair? And of course, I, you know, hit the ground and, like, I kind of, like, fall back, smack my head on my chair because one of my friends was like, I'm gonna pull it out from behind him and be funny, you know? But he didn't pull it out far enough. So, like, I just sit down, I fall backwards a little bit more, you know, the whole sitting down momentum thing. I just go, ah, I'm, like, looking at him and I'm like, the fuck, asshole? 
just like dying laughing. He's like, I am so sorry. You know, I just meant to make you sit on the ground. I didn't mean to like have you smack your head and shit. So I'm like, whatever. Fucking uh, later that day, I'm in the break room. I'm in the lunchroom and I go to lean on a fucking table. And I'm talking to one of my friends. And as I'm leaning on the table, the table just fucking folds. Like, they're uh, big circular ones, and they just, you pull the bar out in the middle, and they fold in half. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just leaning there, and all of a sudden, just, BAM! I'm, like, sitting on the ground again. I smack my head on the table. I'm just like, this is just not my day for sitting on things. <laughs> I'm sitting there stunned. I'm just continuing my conversation like nothing happened. Face red, you know? I just love that that chair that I sat in broke, but at such a slow pace, I was able to, after going through all that level of realization, stand up, make a full revolution, and watch it fall. So, if you guys didn't figure it out, we don't have any actual uh, like news articles this week to talk about. <laughs> so we're just kind of bullshitting this week. I mean, normally we kind of stick to our format of eat cheese and like talk about the news, yeah, maybe throw but... some stories in there, but we stick to our normal format. But this week we got nothing. I've been checking the news every day. My Google feed has shown me nothing. Yes, yeah, Sam. So uh, this week we figured we'd and, jump uh, into some RPG stories. So before we jump into RPG stories, uh, I do got one question. I don't have an answer. Do you remember all the movies we've gone to see? I was high for half of them, so I don't know if remember is a good word. <laughs> well, you don't have to remember the movies, but I feel like you can remember my normal uh, thing I would do in pretty much every single one of them. Fucking nap time. Yeah, $20 nap time. <laughs> ah, it's nap time. Potato, don't eat that. Like, I don't know what it is about me that, oh, you know what? Damn. And shredded. That would be our other cat. Don't you meow at me. Um, it's not good for you to be eating uh, it, sir. You know, actually, I got a good one. I forget what movie we were seeing, but maybe me telling you this will jog your memory of what it was. But we were watching a movie, and I leaned over to you and unironically said, you know, someone should talk to them about turning this down. It's a little too loud. Oh, I don't remember what movie that was. Um, but yeah, you were just fucking around. You're like, oh, it's a little too loud because you're trying to like fall fuck asleep. I must think that was Lego Batman. I think that was our second time seeing it. There's nothing else. So we were just fucking bored. So we're like, we're going to watch a movie. Oh, good. There's nothing. I was watching Lego Batman, again, I guess. Came here for a reason. Might as well, you know, actually go with it. Just like... I think this is a little too loud. Someone should talk to them about it. Alright, so uh, let's jump into some RPG stories because I feel like those are going to be more interesting than any game oh, reviews we do. Alright, so... Oh, Modern Warfare 2. Awesome fucking game. Still have not completed the campaign. Campaign and is really I'm going to say 8 out of 10 would recommend. I um, like the multiplayer so far. Yeah, see, he's a big multiplayer guy. I've never really been a big multiplayer guy. I never was. Um... Honestly, since me, you've been playing games, you really have been, though. You've always been, maybe not, like, fully into like, playing. The first thing I would do in any Call of Duty is beat the campaign. And then maybe play the multiplayer. 
And that, like, I only played I would always Black Ops, just Black Ops 2, Modern can, Warfare 2, and 3. I'd play multiplayer, but it wasn't, like, online multiplayer. I was always playing against Kyler. Or, uh, okay, Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my life is sad. <laughs> I was playing against my friend, or the nice same friend. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, would recommend... Um, Gotham Knights haven't played everything I've heard though, mm. says I would not buy, would not recommend. Apparently, all of its issues stem, and I can see this from the Series S. Why Xbox did what they did makes no, why Microsoft did what they did makes no sense because the S is pretty much the same exact console, except they limited it, it can't go 4K. And I don't think it can go over 30 frames per second. That might be wrong. Well, you're also talking, though, about the old gen, not the new gen. No, I'm talking about the current. The only difference between the S and the X was a disk drive, isn't nope. it? Nope. I'm pretty sure that's all no. the difference was. Look it up. X can go uh, 4K. S cannot. I was looking it up because I thought the same thing. But S is not 4K compatible. Series. Xbox. Series X. Versus Series S. Uh, specs are almost the same. You can get difference. You can get a 500 in the Series X, but you cannot in the X. Different size consoles, obviously. Different colors. RAM's the same. Release date's the same. Both are 4K compatible. Both have motion control. Both are backward compatible. Both use HDMI. Um, both. Oh, one's not Blu-ray compatible. That would be the the S. Wow. Weird. It doesn't. It doesn't have a disc drive. Oh yeah, duh. So yeah, the only difference between the two is one Series has a disc S drive and one doesn't. 4K. I feel like they're talking about the uh, Series 1, or the Xbox. No, it, it wasn't. X. It was se Series S. Mm. Xbox Series S, not 4K. It literally wouldn't make any sense for that console not to be 4K compatible. The gen before it was 4K compatible. That X asshole. The gen before it was 4K compatible. There's no reason that this gen wouldn't the be Xbox 4K. One wasn't. How was it not? I'm PlayStation pretty 4 sure it was. wasn't. Welcome the to Xbox Series S by virtue of the lower spec does not run in native 4K. But it still has 4K. Yeah, that might have been where I was. It gets upscaled. Misunderstanding, so you might be right. Was the Xbox One 4K compatible? Pretty sure it wasn't. Should have been the PlayStation the 4 was support. the Xbox One X, Xbox One S, and Xbox Series 10. Oh <laughs> All those consoles were 4K. Series 10. Yeah, I love how they don't realize that it's, it's literally X, just a letter X, Roman not numeral. The, yeah, uh, I never that's weird because my system wouldn't go into it, could be upscaled to 4K, but it can't play at 4K. Actually, it probably was 4K for like Blu-ray and stuff. Well, I know my my 55 inch Vizio wasn't, but I know for a fact these two TVs are 4K compatible. 
but I tried doing my S on this one in 4K and it won't, and it won't in my room either. That's weird. I have uh, this running HDR, and I'm pretty sure my resolution's higher. Mm. So, I don't know. I might have to get that figured out. Um. Anyways, uh, where? How did we get on this topic? We were talking about Gotham Knights. And all oh, that. yeah. So Gotham Knights. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of tempted to believe the conspiracy theory that it was a port for a mobile game. Because, like, it's just broken, and it doesn't re- seem like it was made. I really want to get more into it. I, I've been keeping myself away from it. But it just doesn't sound that good. And literally, like, three or four people that I've talked to who own the game don't like it. I like it's cool, but that's about all it's got going for it. Oh, the preemptive crimes thing? And not showing you where to go next? You're supposed to keep just doing preemptive crimes. Like, night after night, you're just supposed to keep doing preemptive crimes until you figure out whatever the next clue is. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, I don't like that. that that's not, that's not me, a story. Yeah. No, there's, no, I mean, there's a form of storytelling there, but not in any sense of any game ever. The thing is, Unless you're just actively wanting to get through the game, there's nothing keeping you to want to go through it. Unless you're someone that's like, I started this, I gotta finish it. Like, True. me, like, the crimes, this combat is stale. And I wish I didn't have to say that, because I'm such a big, like, you know this. I'm, this was also Warner Brothers on their own without, uh, whatchamacallit. Warner Brothers worked on the Arkham game with the studio that makes the games that I can Rocksteady. Rocksteady. So, like, they worked with Rocksteady originally, and this was them on their own. And I think they just they shouldn't have. I think they stuck their their fingers in places they don't belong. It's just the combat. It's so stale and it. it it doesn't make like, you want to go back to it. Like, what game anymore has it where you have to hold a button to do a heavy attack? In any fucking game I can think of, the controls are always like you do. Heavy I'm pretty attack sure by that means this button. Or you know, you can't unless, unless you're doing traversal, like with the grappling hook. I'm pretty sure you can't actually jump. Really? That's stupid. Like, I don't think you jump? could in Batman either. It was just dodging, but. I didn't oh. play the original, but I did play Arkham Knight, and I'm pretty sure there was a jump in that. There's no, there was a dodge mechanic. It was a dodge roll, but n- none of them... E- you could jump up onto higher ledges like that were right next to you if it was you know, within range, but I, I'm almost positive he, w- he no, didn't have a jump it. mechanic. Because uh, to get to those ledges, you had to jump. Um, you jump, and then he'd grapple onto the ledges. Oh, COD has a new mechanic, too. Um, I don't know if it's in the story or not. But when you jump and you grab a ledge, you just hang now. You don't uh, pull yourself up automatically. And I think it's like that in the story, too. If you do, if you have a sidearm, you'll pull the sidearm, too. So, it's kind of cool. Does Batman doesn't do anything, but... Does have a jump mechanic? Um, anyways, uh, well, he's looking that up. I'm going to jump to RPG stories. And uh, nope, no jump mechanic. 
Weird. Um. Well, my first campaign ever got really just run away crazy. Uh, it ended with one of my players literally uploading his consciousness to uh, the internet, for lack of a better word. It was a Star Wars campaign, and he uploaded his consciousness into computers everywhere or throughout the, the, the universe of Star Wars. So multiple galaxies, multiple planets, starships, anything he could get into, he uploaded his consciousness to. Um, so he literally dispersed his consciousness amongst the stars, so to speak. Um, so that was kind of a cool way to end the campaign. Um, minus the fact two of my characters had armies of their own. Um, some sometimes warred with each other. Yeah. Um, there's the armies, there's that. The T-Rex. There's the fact that uh, the fucking uh, the the cyber the 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 fister. I should oh, just uh, one and hit the two people anything. that had armies also own their own planets. Um, yeah, one of my fucking characters in my can't get that campaign. Uh, there's the the well, your character Mike, the fucking cameras that allowed him 360 vision. Um, so he literally got hey, leave dog guys alone. That uh. Put that attached cameras to his fucking brain so he could see behind him as well as in front of him, giving him 360 vision. Um, I that could was, never be snuck up on. Yeah. We had the Fister, which was a pneumatic. Oh, I, I put it. <laughs> it was another it, cybernetic enhancement. Before we talk about the Fister, let's talk about one other thing that Dog Eyes had pancakes. Eh, I was going to get to that when I got to the next thing I was going to talk about, which was the start of the campaign. Um, I'm just going through like the most broken things that happened in this campaign. Uh, there was Operation Hole in the World, oh, which yeah. was just fucking, uh, if you guys, you guys probably, uh, um, Operation, I uh, can't think of what it is. They have, uh, they're talking about satellites in space, uh, big tungsten rods that they just launch into Earth, and it hits and explodes with more power than like a nuke. Um, I can't think of what that is actually called. Like Thor's hammer or something is the name of the the operation to do the thing. It sounds like something they would but, name it, right? So Operation Hole in the World. Uh the fucking armies, uh, just the fister, which would one shot literally just about anything. Um, the way that the rules originally worked is it was your strength mo modifier. It was your, uh, you rolled strength to deal damage on a, a hit. If you had brawling, you would roll brawling to hit, and then you would roll strength to do damage. And that could lead with you getting a heroic roll, because this was a D6 system. So they roll fucking five, six dice, and they roll 30 plus. Then whatever's getting hit is just dead, you know? And so, yeah. Uh, Fister would just destroy NPCs. Like there was no point in me doing anything with NPCs. They would like custom ones, yes. But then, even with the custom ones, everybody would just like no. Almost nobody missed their shots. Almost nobody got fucking crit fails. Like I have uh, the reason he hates me. I have had maybe one or two uh, shit rolls since he's got me into RPGs. Uh, like. Dave got me Jeez. into RPGs. I never did it before that. 
I was like, eh, that stuff was like... <sighs> Gotta be a good friend. I was like, eh, that stuff ain't for me. It's not necessarily that it's weird. It was just, it wasn't for me. Uh, I, I kind of likened it to magic, which I still don't like. And See, one is role-playing a character, and one is magic. Yeah. So two very different things. Well, I kind of, because um, my, my buddy tried to get me yeah. into, like, okay, okay, never mind. He also tried to get me into uh, <laughs> D&D. I didn't give him a chance to. He actually had characters for me to move, like you and Alex were doing for ours. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, him getting me into this, like, I, I really enjoyed it. It was surprising to me at first. So like I was talk- uh, I was trying to set up my first session. I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, you should do it. So I was like, all right, fucking I'll find some people, throw something together. So I hit up a bunch of our old friends. and uh, more your old friend. Yeah, well, some of my more recent friends, but I guess really Kyle wasn't your old friend. He, I mean, just I hit up people I knew would be interested or people that I hadn't talked to in a while that I wanted to keep talking to. Um. Actually, no, it was just people I went to school with at that point. That was in high school we did the, we started this. Yeah. Holy well, shit. you were in high school. Yeah. I got kicked out. <laughs> Either way, that was like back in that time frame. So 2012 uh, to 2016. Started 2015, to 2015, yeah. So I had actually been part of an RPG group for a year or so at that point and decided I wanted to try DMing because it seemed kind of, seemed pretty easy. Uh, the story that we were a part of was just a bunch of random missions uh, that like a bunch of mercenary work basically was the campaign I was in. It had no like overall actual story or anything. So you have a world that's already built for you. You don't have to really build a story. So that's what I did. And I started them off as drug smugglers and literally on the first mission where we are getting introduced to the mechanics of the game. Uh, Dog Eyes, Mike's character goes and is like, oh, we're in a firefight? Uh, I'm going to lay down in the middle of the road. Now, mind you, Axon, the guy who distributed his consciousness out amongst the stars, he took cover behind like a nearby crate. Um, what was the character? I, I got we got to get a release from him to talk about his, his name. Um, no, he joined later. Uh, what was the character that that got the fister? That was I can't remember what he named his character, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, he took cover. I'm pretty sure literally everybody that was there, other than you, took cover. But there was legit logic between okay. behind my uh. No, you gave me your reasoning, and I said, "Are you sure you want to do this?" And then you're like, "Yeah." So like, your DM was warning you at that point that that's probably not a good idea. Fair point, but like but, my mind didn't go to that. I also didn't like argue very hard. You were just like, "This is why I'm going to do it." I'm like, "Are you sure?" And then we went with it. So his character got hit in the head, and I was doing open rolls because I didn't think he, like I was like, "Okay, he's probably going to get hit, but he's not going to get hit for that much damage." So in a D6 system, you got one die that you use either like a different uh, like style die or different color, and if it's a six, you reroll Maybe it a little bit bigger. So his hit rolled, yeah, a bit bigger, a bit smaller, just as long as it's different than your other dice. So, <clears throat> character, my NPC hits, I roll, I roll damage, and we're looking at, like, 
30 something damage, I think, right off the bat, and a six on the wild die. Roll again. We're looking at 36. Roll again. Fucking 42. Roll again. 48. So I'm like, I'm not even going to roll again because your character is currently technically dead. So I'm like, I'm a DM. It's his first session. It's my first time DMing. I want to be nice to my players in this instance, right? I don't want to, I don't want a fucking player kill right at the beginning of my campaign, especially after giving this guy multiple outs and like, anyways, didn't want a dead player. First time player, first time DM, didn't want so a dead player. So they backed to me. So yeah, they eventually backed to you. So I DM Fiatted it. His horn gets blown off with part of his skull, but he's barely hanging on. He needs to be stabilized. Luckily, Axon had a really high technical skill, so they managed to drag him over there. They managed to patch him up for a little bit. So we get through the fight. They rob the fucking place, get the drugs, and they book it. And they throw him in a Bacta tank on the uh, ship because I'd let them like choose some starting equipment for the ship. And I was like, you guys, you, do you want a Bacta tank? I'll be nice. I'll give you guys one. Like, they're like, yeah, we should probably have one. So put one in the healing bay. It was very uh, useful, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you guys bought the medical droid and fixed him Almost up immediately. Yeah, literally on the first mission. <laughs> so, like, he got patched up. He gets stabilized enough to go through. He's taking, I think, a penalty on his on his hits and stuff. So, at that point, I start going to closed roll so I can start fudging numbers as a DM. Not something I like to do, but as I found out the hard way, something you sometimes have to do. Oh man, do you guys even know what Axon was doing in room 24? Uh, not until like very close to the end where we were all just fucking <laughs> Kyle, I don't think ever really gave off any the closest that you guys would have known something was up with room 24 was uh, the uh, casino where he got killed and came back right away like literally just basically respawned it turned out it was just a suit of fucking armor that's the closest I can think of that you guys would got have gotten to know what was going on in there. Ah, uh, he had he was buying up computers behind the scenes. Uh, so like he was spending his money on computers behind the scenes and fucking just building this supercomputer that he could upload his consciousness to. And then his uh armor was uh, was was he was programming it to be sentient. That was his next goal. You know upload what himself and make sentient like? armor. Uh, minus that part, maybe. Um, Minerva's Den DLC for Bioshock 2. I've not played that DLC. You should play it. It's really good. Um, but that's almost kind of what that dude did. Hmm. Okay. Um, but go with, uh, in that same mission, tell them what Dog Eyes came back to do, though. Came back to do. We were going after the Black Sun leader. That was later on. Um, you guys, your first mission was just that grab the drugs. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it was just a ripoff mission. Um, I did have you guys go after the Black Sun eventually. That was kind of fun. Um, you guys mostly dealt with Crimson Brotherhood. They were the ones who gave it your missions. No, because that first mission, I stuff. I ended up. That first mission was the mission we ended up selling someone into slavery. No, that was later in the campaign. Are you sure? Yeah, that was like halfway through the campaign or so. Okay. Because he didn't join up till about halfway through the campaign. To be fair, that campaign was like five, six years ago. Yeah, so, so he just, he wasn't there for the, he wasn't an OG player. 
Um, he was somebody who got invited in later and then decided to sit on his phone the whole time and not interact at all. No, no, not him. I'm talking about a black sun le- like that first mission we had a black sun leader that we cut out his tongue and we sold him into slavery. Oh, that was a different mission. That was later in the campaign. I do know what you're talking about. Took me a few minutes. I forgot that was a thing you guys did. That was Holy very shit. close after I got blown off because I remember I had just gotten off the ship. No, that was way down the road because that was um, I. You guys didn't rob like a casino. You uh, you actually robbed P three, Purple Party Planet. Uh, it was a club because that was the the mission where you got the guy to blow his own brains out, the bartender. Oh yeah. Fuck. Uh, ironic by uh, Alanis Morissette was just playing in the background constantly on this floor. The bartender was like singing along to it and just kind of like rocking back and forth. Like he looked unhinged. So Cody's like, can I persuade him to just shoot himself? I was like, yeah, sure, Mike, go for it. Just fucking go for it. I'm thinking he's not going to roll high enough, right? So he does his check. I do my check. Motherfucker. That's a one. Ah, fuck. All right. Yeah, yeah. He shoots himself. He just grabs the blaster. Just boom. Done. I was like, all right. Didn't think that was going to fucking work, but it did. Here we are. Like, what did I do at that point as a DM? But uh, the black, the one you're talking about. So uh, one of the things that they were, they were kind of fucking around with the character in the in with the character with, at this point, nobody was really, I think, talking in character originally, but they said pancake sho- mix was shoved into place of the skull to hold his, uh, his brain together in, in his head. So dog eyes had pancakes quite literally on his brain at one point. So they named the ship later because I was like, you guys can always name it later if you want. And everybody's like, we're doing that except we're spelling it uh, L-A-T-3-R. No, it's L-A-T-3-R. And the three is backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so that was done in pancake mix <laughs> because why the fuck not? And then literally any other time he had to persuade somebody of anything, it'd just be pancakes. <laughs> and they'd be like, this guy, no, yeah, he's real charming. Because the, the Black Sun leader, you literally walked up to his bodyguards, convinced his bodyguards to let you through, <laughs> and then talked to the guy, and you're just like, come with us. So he went with a fucking stranger, a group of strangers that he knew nothing about, all because this guy was like, pancakes. <laughs> pancakes are good. Pancakes. <laughs> I I don't know how that worked. Oh man! Unfortunately, he rolled super high, so I just kind of was like, "You can say literally whatever the fuck you want." He's just like pancakes. So pancakes literally got that guy abducted, so to speak. <laughs> and then he got his tongue out. He got sold into slavery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back on the ship, you guys are like beating him for information or some shit. Like I, it was a straight up interrogation. It was not the most friendly of interrogations. It was not like, oh, well, we'll be back later. We've had some time to sweat type interrogation. They literally chopped this dude's tongue out type interrogation. I was like, you know, he can't talk to you now. Like, yeah, well, he can also tell the secrets now, can he? Can we stop at a planet and just sell him on the black market real quick? Well, I can't say no. I can't think of a reason to say no. He's your captive. I am not in this story. I mean, I was Billy Bob, but like, 
I wasn't Wasn't there a mission where Billy Bob Crip fell so bad that I, with no pilot training, piloted the ship to the planet that he was supposed to pilot it to better than he could? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I was just (laughs) thinking about that, because the whole story behind Billy Bob is they bought this astromech droid because they needed a pilot. (laughs) Axon was like, I can fix him. So they bought just a really cheap, broken astromech droid. This droid was rebuilt from the ground up multiple times. Like, I mean, I swear, uh, Axon would be sitting there and he'd be like, uh, sure. Um, I'll take one too, please. Uh, actually, was that not the question, or did I misunderstand the question? Anyways, uh, Axon, uh, I was asking like, if you wanted one, and oh. then I was going to ask if I could okay. have one after. But <laughs> so technically, you weren't wrong. But for the first round, that was not the correct. I answered the questions. Yeah. So, Axon, like he's like, okay, how how high do I need to roll to roll to fix this droid? And I gave him, and I was like, I got a number in mind. Just roll, and I'll let you know if you hit or not. I was looking for a 16, I think he rolled like a 20, maybe an 18, something like that. So, he passed the check, and I told him, I was like, yeah, he passed the check, the droid's in working shape. Well, <laughs> he goes to pilot one day, and just short fucking circuits. Now, I didn't roll poorly on that roll, I rolled in front of everybody, and I was like, Ooh, well, you're gonna need to fix your droid again. So, they fixed the droid again. And... All of a sudden, like, one day randomly, they're not even flying, he's just, like, rolling, like, they're in their fucking ship, and he just snaps himself out and fucking shorts himself. So, Axon fixes him again. (laughs) And now, at this point, he's been fixed three times, and Axon's like, okay, next time we stop at a place, I'm going to get all new parts, and I'm going to rebuild this droid from the ground up. I'm like, alright, go for it. So he rebuilds the droid from the ground up, turns on the power. (laughs) (laughs) Fries himself again. So... At one point, uh, I, I was rolling to see, I was actually rolling to see if he was going to short the circuit or not and get you guys there. I roll. No, it was it was just to get off like the ground or something into atmosphere where you guys were safe. I think that was uh, after the, the cave, uh, the mines, the, the, the cave, uh, can't think of it. I got notes. I got notes. That was the caves of the, the place with the mad mage. Oh, Sorry yeah, I know you what guys. you're talking about. Yeah, um, w- the halls of the Mad Mage. Was that pre or post first uh, destruction of uh, Cloud City? That was pre. God, I forgot about Cloud City. So they exit, and like Billy Bob just needs to take off. They're getting shot at, and like they're just trying. They're literally just trying to escape, uh, and not die. And fucking uh, Billy Bob shorts out and it's an actual like roll I roll two ones I'm like uh he just shorted himself so Axon gets him back online real quick um and I do an open roll two ones I'm like ah oh, shit so uh yeah he's not going anywhere so Dog Eyes is just like I got this rolls just good enough to get the ship up off the ground and get everybody to safety I'm sitting there like <laughs> so uh maybe we don't do rolls <laughs> Billy Bob anymore. <laughs> Billy Bob was my NPC. He was kind of my way of making sure I could keep them kind of on task, so to speak, or kind of on track. 
He would uh, occasionally like, shock us, like when we tried yeah. uh, to sell him. Uh... So he was the NPC. Like they needed the ship to come to them, so he would come to them, like type deal. Um, but he was also my NPC to sometimes keep them in line, like when they tried to sell one of the other players on the black market. <laughs> Straight up, when we were uh, yeah, this guy was uh, in his third session at this point. He was a new RPG player. But he didn't actually play the RPG. He sat there on his phone texting the whole time. And he's like, oh yeah, it was fun when he left. But he didn't even interact. You, you just you literally were on your phone the whole time. You weren't part of the story. You weren't part of the group. And like David didn't reward him for this actions. Like people would get character points, which like after a mission yeah, or after a session are literally just to level your character, so to speak. Yeah. So character it, points to increase your skills. It, yes. Pretty much skill points for like exactly. any gamer. Uh, so we're sitting there doing that, and like if you did a lot during the mission, even if you didn't fully finish that mission, that session was over, so you would get ten character points, say. And okay, so six was the average, and then if you did like good and you went above and beyond, or you just got a lot of kills, or you did something inventive, then you usually got like two bonus uh, character points. So usually eight if you. Did something extra and like there there was a couple of times i came to the sessions and i would be nose in my phone trying to talk to people i would get like four two four character points he'd be like hey you weren't interacting you weren't really doing stuff you were just going oh huh yeah uh, i go with them yeah so like that's what this guy was doing he was literally on so the like whole time and everybody had to keep prompting he would him. definitely get penalized so, his character was probably the lowest level of the group oh it was unless sure you help no, I did not give him any bonuses. He didn't get extra skills or anything. Ace character. Same way I had you guys build yours. So I did give you guys an extra dice when building yours. That was kind of a mistake. Um, instead of... No, I gave you extra dice to put into your uh, actual base stats. Which was a mistake. Really broke the game. Um, but this guy, character, did nothing. So they lined up planet and... Is happy. What I used and ended up almost owning. One of my friends, whose name I can't disclose, but I can't remember what his character's name was. Was he playing the? Yeah, he was playing a Wookiee at that. Yeah. Point. So the Wookiee and the Deveronian grab this guy, and they go to bring him to the black market. And he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's kind of laughing, you know. And like, we're selling you on the black market. He's like, can't do that. I'm like. I mean, he's kind of got a point. I can't really, you know, he's a player character. I can't really get behind this. So, uh, you guys, like, you go to turn around with him, and uh, Billy Bob is standing behind you. And uh, Mike's looks like, I kick him. So I'm like, okay, roll damage. Fucking hits it, and I'm like, you take scratch damage. And fucking, it's like, okay, well, I push him out of the way or something. I'm like, well, he shocks you. And I just took, like, a handful of dice. I'm like, you sure you want to perform this action? Like. No, okay, yeah, we're not gonna sell them on the black market then. <laughs> Put my threat away. Uh, yeah, I really have to like keep you guys in line much. Like, I didn't care. I like. I think there was one time before I ended up owning it. We came back to Happy, and we had been fucking around with the either Black Sun or it was after that. But as a threat, they threw our contacts head to us. They're like, "Hey, we fucking know." Oh, and I was like, <laughs> that was not happy. 
I really liked that story arc because it ended with that guy dead. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, we'll fuck you up. And then uh, it was just big bloody war. <laughs> it was a real fun fucking one. That was you guys against the gang. I can't remember which gang. Um, but it literally starts. came out in for uh, the Crimson Brotherhood. And fucking, like, your contact is literally dead. And they're just like, go the fuck away. And you guys are just like, nah. No, yeah, but <laughs> literally how it started before anyone shot they threw the head out at, at, at us as a threat. Like, hey, we fucking know. Either get out of here or you're fucked. And, and my response was, <laughs> we were going to do that. <laughs> and I just tossed it back to them. <laughs> oh, yeah? We got one of those, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I let them break continuity from Star Wars a little bit here and there. And one of those ways was they sunk the city of, of the Cloud City on Best Three Day. times. Yeah, three times total. And the first time they did it... They and one of them was just for the fuck of it. Yeah, the first time literally was just for the fuck of it. They're like, can we do this? I was like, sure, fuck it. 